Welcome to the first episode of the 71th floor. I'm up here with Chad and Luke. I'm Jacobina. Let's go. Time to pop the Prosecco. I'm on my way. I'm a global citizen. Blink and you'll miss me. I'm building an emerald empire that'll have you green with envy. My goodness, welcome to the very first episode of the 71th Floor. I'm up here today with Chad, Luke, and producer Tammy. I'm Jacobina. How are you guys? I'm so good. So excited. Oh my god. I can't believe we're here. It has been so long since the last episode of The Real Housewives of Melbourne, but it's finally back. How exciting. I know, and we're up here on the 71th floor. I can't believe we managed to secure this space because it's very, like, it's a very gorgeous space. It's incredible view. Like, it's, we really pulled out all the stops. We absolutely did. What is everyone drinking for our our debut episode? I'm drinking champagne. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, Miss Kyla would not be impressed. I'm drinking a Prosecco, but... I had to do me. And Chad, what are you drinking tonight on the 71th floor? It's a cheeky little glass of Prosecco for me. Um, me and Luke on the same buzz tonight. Lovely. Absolutely. And if you follow us on our social media, 71th floor, you will see that we have given ourselves little social media taglines. And Luke, you are our Prosecco prince. That's right. What makes you the Prosecco Prince, Luke? Uh, Well, I'd love to drink Prosecco, (laughs) Jacobina. I am known to be in the park with a bottle of Bosco or down at Bottomless Brunch with the little D Bortoli. So it's... It's got to be Prosecco for me. It's fun, it's light, it's it's camp. Giving Kyla a run for her money, but we'll, (laughs) we'll get into that. And Chad, you are a global citizen... Where are you traveling to? What makes you a global citizen? Right now, I'm not really traveling anywhere. Um, (laughs) I'd die to be out of here on the next flight back to the US. But um, here we are on the 71th floor. There's nowhere else you'd want to be. Nowhere else to be. Nowhere else to be. I've branded myself as a future housewife because, honestly, I live in Melbourne. I love the show and I want to be on the show. And um, I hope to be giving you lots of insights about all the locations they film around Melbourne so we'll see how we go it does feel right for you to be manifesting that I think (laughs) (laughs) it is so exciting that we're finally here watching the first episode of season five of the real housewives of Melbourne it kind of feels like we've been waiting an entire lifetime for this to be honest I can't believe it I saw on Twitter the other day that It's been 1,327 days since the last episode. So it's finally here. That is a long time. That is a very, very long time. And I'm so excited to see it back. We are massive fans of specifically the Real Housewives of Melbourne, Sydney and Auckland. But I think for us... We are obsessed with The Real Housewives of Melbourne. We've seen yeah. every episode multiple times. Yeah, look, there's only so many times you can rewatch those four seasons in, in a few years' time. Like, it, it, it kind of, like, it was time. It was time for something new. And I'm just, like, over the moon that we've got 
uh, a new season. Between the three of us, I think our vocabulary is full of these kind of Real Housewife one-liners from across all seasons. And, I mean, we're throwing these around in front of our friend group every day. And saying that I think that makes us very qualified to speak on this topic. Oh, yes. We are absolutely housewives scholars. We, um, <laughs> I, I personally have a master's in the Real Housewives of Melbourne, so... Exactly. I'll never forget the night, Bina, you and I, we were, I think we were up till probably five o'clock in the morning, and we were just reciting every single one-liner we knew from the housewives, and it didn't stop. There was no end to it. No, it's, we really do speak in Real Housewives of Melbourne quotes, and... They just, they never go out of fashion, like... Wow! <laughs> when producer Tammy and I first moved in together, I 100% can tell you for sure, it was the first thing that played on our television. I think we had a framed photo of Gina Liano. Um, it was maybe the first thing that went on the wall. Like, we, we, we're obsessed. It, it's, it's a religion to us. Wow. Should we get into it? I think it? let's get right into it. So... It's been a long time since the the last season, season four. It's been like four years, I think, since season four premiered. So we had, like, we had rumors that they were starting season five last year. So they were in pre-production and then had a false start. COVID obviously happened. um, And we had a change of cast. So now we have three of the original Housewives plus... Four new housewives. It is very exciting, and they get straight into it with their taglines as usual. And we are introduced in the title card to Kyla Kirkpatrick, Champagne Dame, Angeli Rao, the jeweled journo, Simone Elliott, Deals and Heels, and Cherry. I don't want to attempt her last name. <laughs> Deputrentonio, I think, but. The guru, the guru of Gucci. Right from the start, Janet is first up in the intros, and like a true lead housewife, like the queen that she is, she says, "I don't like trouble unless I've caused it." And I mean, come on. That is a top tier tagline. Like it's, it's just so perfectly Janet. It's so devious, and I really feel like she's gonna serve us some fucking mischief this year. She absolutely will. And we have, I mean. There were some more right ones. I, there's a lot of talk about, you know, just going on a journey and all these other ones. But yeah, I I think some of the some of the new girls kind of came in a little bit safe with their taglines. But one who didn't, who I loved, was Anjali, who said, "Fake news I can handle. Fake people, not in this life." That oh, chills. Legendary. Iconic. Absolutely stunning. I think it's worth pointing out her her accent which I don't quite know what it is just yet but it's very I'll do my little Anjali impression fake news I can handle fake people not in this life (laughs) (laughs) I'm a chimney sweep that is on point (laughs) it's giving CNN International it's giving BBC World like (laughs) it's she, she, she is a global citizen as well. She is of the same ilk as, as Chatty here. She absolutely is. And I mean, one that I kind of enjoyed, it's a bit basic and cheesy, but Simone said, keep your standards high and your stilettos higher. It's just, it's fun. It's, it's camp. camp. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's camp. So we come back 
to meet the original housewives so we get to catch up with Gamble, Janet, and Jackie. First up, we see Gamble slipping into a little bubble bath with the Pomeranians. <laughs> and she's been breeding. She's been breeding. She, <laughs> I loved that. I, and when she said that, I thought LGBTQ plus ally. She knows, she knows the gays will, will have a little chuckle at that. <laughs> and some um, trans. And she... And some trance. And she mentioned her music career, which has been a highlight for me. Um, I think you too, Chad. I know you've you've gagged on a bit of classy in the in the last year as well. We do absolutely love classy. It was a bit of a banger last year for us, so <laughs> definitely was on repeat. <laughs> She's breeding Pomeranians, and she has six at the moment. And she has original Cash, who we've met in previous seasons. She has Wicket. She has Tank. She has Tiger. And she has Barry, who she says is her father reincarnated as a Pomeranian. <laughs> if it was her father, why was she in the bath? <laughs> That's not right. Not right, Jax. That, that, that doesn't, seem, doesn't seem so right to me. Yeah, it was a beautiful production moment. She's bathing full hair, full makeup. And then we get to see Wolf Pup, who we haven't seen in a very long time. And oh, Rick's looking like a bit of a he polar is, bear. He's, he's, he's looking good. He's looking good. good. He is looking amazing. He has got this white beard, looking like a bit of a skinny Santa Claus. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> It is truly iconic. He definitely looks like a skinny Santa Claus. I am very excited to see Gamble. And enter the queen. Here comes Janet in her private jet. In the private jet. The Learjet. That was everything. I loved the moment where she was stepping off the plane with um, her dog Boy Chick in the Louis Vuitton carrier bag. Very kind of... Jackie Kennedy, very kind of, um, you know, woman of the world moment. I loved that. She was very... She did say, I have to keep touching myself to believe it. She didn't say pinching. Her quote was, I have to keep touching myself to believe it. So, loved that for her. And she said, she was talking about that her and her partner, Sam, had just settled on their property at the Versace Palazzo on the Gold Coast, which is the premier Versace hotel in Australia and is so gorgeous. So good for her living that life and the shot from her getting from the jet to the car. It was, it's giving lead housewife with, she's really, she's here to shine this season. I'm, I'm sure. Speaking of shine, uh, next we catch up with Jackie, <laughs> who's off for a little walk in the park with hubby Ben. Um, and she has a chat to us about her IVF journey. And she's, she's shining. She's looking gorgeous. Shine, shine, shine. <laughs> I think we're obviously going to get uh, the IVF and the pregnancy storyline this season. So that's going to be really, really exciting for her. And I think we're going to get some beautiful moments out of yes, that. Yes, even the Real Housewives of Melbourne weren't exempt from, you know, only being allowed to meet in the park because she had to meet her mum in the park. Um, mm. And... If you've been paying attention or tuning into any of the press stuff that the housewives have done before the show started, and Jackie has her podcast this season, she did get quite emotional on the live stream that she did for the press run leading up um, up to the show premiering, and it's very emotional. So I'm sure we're going to to really be taken on that journey because she does speak about a miscarriage and, um, you know, we're, it's very sad, but I'm sure we're going to see 
see her shine on this journey. So we wish her the best. Absolutely. And with that, we might just take a quick little break. Welcome back to the 71th floor. We're still up here. The drinks are still pouring. The sun is starting to set as we get into this brand new episode of season five. Luke, how is the Prosecco going down? It's going down an absolute treat. It's, uh, you know, nice and cold, nice and dry and sweet. It's, those are contradictory, but <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> and Chad, how is your Prosecco? She's just gorgeous over here. She's bubbling away. She's sweet. She's fresh. She's fresh. <laughs> Speaking of fresh, we finally get to meet one of our new housewives, Cherry, who is instructing a yoga class with Gamble and Janet. Gamble rocks up with the most stunning Dolly Parton here. She's wearing a baby pink haram pantsuit with heels. And it's obviously a bit much for yoga. Very couture, darling. It's very couture. Very couture, darling. It's very couture, darling. And she looks incredible, but we can tell that Gamble is going to just make mischief the whole season because yeah, yeah. she's not dressed appropriately, but she's serving a look. And I was it. loving her hair in this scene. It was kind of giving like mod sort of 60s vibes. I, I thought it was gorgeous. Absolutely. Not, not for yoga, but, but for housewives, it's gorgeous. <laughs> for housewives, it's gorgeous. And we meet Cherry. Uh, did Luke, do you want to just say her last name for the audience? <laughs> Cherry Deputrantonio, I think, but I'm probably very wrong. Um, <laughs> Cherry Dip is, is what I'll call her. Ch- Cherry Dip. <laughs> we will call her Cherry Dip. All right, all right. And she... Her favorite thing in the world, we learn right off the bat, is hanging with her family. Oh, we get to meet her family, and especially her mother-in-law. Oh, my. Queen. Queen behavior. Queen. A scene stealer, if I ever saw one. You need to watch the episode to really understand the magnitude of this woman. And they're talking about her scarf and she says fox collar is not a scarf andre it's a fox collar like that is old old money yeah she's old money she's snatched she was giving very kim woodburn think kim woodburn classy (laughs) stunning that was very her that was yeah that's very very couture (laughs) (laughs) very couture face snatched hair up to the heavens dripping in jewels her fox stole or, or fox collar i should say um and and then kind of i loved her reaction to cherry saying that she wanted to kind of do do work and and you know kind of have a bit more going on in her life and she said i think it's great for people to have interests outside the home <laughs> like like <laughs> that was those are the words I of know. someone who has never had to work a day in her life and i live for it <laughs> absolutely not i mean she's a feminist because she really does believe that You know, women should have interests outside of the home. Um, And Cherry assured us that she has a lot going on up there in her brain, even though we might see her be more of a quiet housewife. She says to Janet and Gamble that she has never had a holiday, a break away from her kids in 16 years. And that is tragic. (laughs) It's a bit much. It is um, tragic. <laughs> Janet, Janet was flabbergasted. And 
delivered that gem for us. I loved that moment. I'm sure we will be absolutely using the hell out of that is tragic because it is a bit, but I mean, that's just cherry. And they continue with yoga. I mean, there's not much to this scene. They're being a little bit, a bit silly. I was absolutely cracking up at this. Gamble was just trying it. Well, no, she wasn't really trying. She was just looking over one one eye open, one eye open. She's trying not to crack up laughing. And very me, I would be exactly the same. I just have to imagine, like, Gamble is the kind of person who, like, she hasn't seen these cameras for four years. Like, she is, she's switched on. She's switched the bitch. Switched the bitch. <laughs> she's ready to, like, perform the hell out of this scene. So I, I loved it. It was thoroughly entertaining. Yoga's all done, and we're off to Cherry's house to meet yet another one of the new housewives, Wow, Kirkpatrick. Wow. Can I just say, wow. I am obsessed. She rocks, this is the first thing we see of Kyla. She rocks up in a fur coat and swears in front of the children. She said, and in the first 30 <laughs> seconds that we meet her, she says champagne, and she says it champagne, she says it nine times, but she rocks up into <laughs> Cherry's house and goes, you got the biggest fucking house in Brighton and you got no champagne. And then she goes on to say champagne nine other times. Like, bear in mind, this is a play date for her daughter and Cherry's kids. Like, it's not, a, it's not really a champagne moment, I would have thought. But, you know, if you are the champagne dame, then you, you've got to demand it. But instead of champagne, they have green juice in champagne flutes. Which I was, I was thoroughly entertained by Kyla sort of holding the holding the glass sort of daintily in her hand. She did. She she knows how to do it correctly. And in Kyla's intro package, there are just so many looks in this segment, back to back to back. You know, it was very couture, darling. It was very couture, darling. She was serving us looks. We see her fiance Kiri, who is an. Absolute babe. A snack room. Absolutely. Oh. oh my god. And there's this I mean the looks. There was this one scene where she's painting the wall with her fiance and her daughter and she's wearing these overalls. She has her hair pulled back. Oh, she looked gorgeous. This outfit was so stunning. She looks so cute. So, just an effortless painting look. <laughs> just, so, just so impractical for, for DIY, but God, is it gorgeous. Like <laughs> It was just insane. And she said her secret passion is interior design, which, me too, babe. I mean, I don't have a house, but I just know we would get along if we ever hung out. She loves property. She said she bought a home every year since Arlington, her daughter, was born. So now she has seven houses. So she is... Wealthy. She is one of the housewives that actually has money, um, as some of them, you know, don't always do. They're more on the show for a bit of comedy, a bit of Kath and Kim. A bit of Kath and Kim. But Kyla Kirkpatrick is wealthy. I have to say, it was thoroughly entertaining watching her swirl around this, like, green kind of swampy-looking liquid in this gorgeous champagne flute, like it was the most expensive bottle of champagne ever i you know it, it doesn't matter to her she's living her fantasy and that's all that matters um i thought it was gorgeous but sometimes the fantasy can go a little bit too far and it can take over and we find out that not all is well in the in the world of kyla 
and uh, she's recently had a bit of trouble in her relationship and sent her daughter to school without lunch. <laughs> what, what do you think? Do you think that's, that's like acceptable? Chad, have you ever been sent to school without lunch? I mean, I'm sure. It feels like it's been some time since I was at school, but I mean, how about you, Luke? <laughs> A hundred percent. I'm sure I've been to school without lunch. Imagine going to school now these days where you could just whip out your phone and order a little Uber Eats. It would just be stunning. At Arlington, a hundred percent would have just got, <laughs> got a little grilled on Uber Eats. Like, there's no no issue. She definitely has mum's credit card link. Absolutely. <laughs> Arlington probably gets champagne for lunch. Little A little bottle of Moet. A little zero percent champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Look, I think I'm, I'm going to cut Carla some slack here. I think it's character building. Little Arlington will learn how to hustle at school. She'll learn how to scab a few things off, off her friends. Like, it's, it's all good. She'll live. She'll live. I mean, it was, it was quite a dramatic introduction to Kyla. Um, I think she's definitely going to bring us the fashion this season. Um, I can't wait to see what she does next. Mm. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've finished my champagne and I've just had a lunch of nothing prepared by <laughs> Kyla Kirkpatrick herself. <laughs> Scrumptious. Absolutely delicious. It's delicious. I mean, maybe there'll be a little bit more to eat at Janet's lunch, which we get straight into. It's like the first meeting of the old housewives and the new housewives. And Janet's having it at her house, which can I just say, is to die for. Oh my God, it is gorgeous. And we we were texting today because I didn't notice this initially, but she has like four different gas hobs in the in the kitchen. Like this, this place is kitted out. It is unbelievable. Um, as Jackie said, it's a monstrosity, <laughs> which I'm not sure if Jackie was quite sure what she was saying. It was kind of giving me a bit of like, Kath and Kim sort of... And I thought it would be a bit of comedy, a bit of Kath and Kim. Jenna is very affluent, so she can't afford a house like that, obviously. Exactly. And I mean, I don't know how much cooking Jenna actually does. <laughs> no. Jenna isn't drinking today in solidarity with Jackie, who is obviously not drinking because she's going through IVF. But Gamble is drinking, and she's drinking beer in a wine glass. Always classy, always... Delightful. I like that Janet said that her not drinking in solidarity with Jackie and that not drinking is so boring. And it's just good to know that even at 60, that not drinking is still boring, you know? I know. Could either of you see yourself not drinking at 60? Like just going full, like giving it up, just living living a sober life? Absolutely not. I, I don't think a sober 60th is, is something I see on my cards in the future. Absolutely not. We will still be cracking the pals and popping the Prosecco at 60, 100%. Absolutely. And then we have Gamble arrive, who looks absolutely gorgeous. It's the second scene she's in, or the third scene, and she's serving us another hairstyle. Oh, she's giving she... us an updo. She's giving us half up, half down. She's giving us errors. She's looking very I Dream of Janie this mm-hmm. time around. And her hair is absolutely gorgeous. And Gamble is drinking. And she asks for her beer in a wine glass. And um, we need to talk about... Hugo! 
Hugo, the waiter that Janet has hired for the day, apparently. Hugo was cute. Hugo was very, very cute. Hugo was giving me every boy in Melbourne just like a little shaggy mullet, a blank look on his face. <laughs> like Tan skin. He was gorgeous. He was, he was pretty. I can absolutely look past the mullet. It was cute. <laughs> I was into it. I was into it. He was very pretty, but... It seems like maybe not too much was going on because we can already tell that Janet's getting a little annoyed with him. They were playing this sort of do 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 beatbox kind of music in the background, like boing boing, <laughs> like with him trying to pour a drink. Nothing's happening upstairs. Absolutely, it's just nothing. the little monkey with the symbols, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So Hugo is off doing whatever it is, not not doing a lot. But before the, the new girls arrive, Gamble, Janet and Jackie are talking about how Cherry has been invited and Cherry has decided to bring along Kyla as a plus one without an invite. Oh. What do we think about this? It's, you know what, I really feel for Kyla here because it is hard to be a plus one at a party. I don't, like, I, we've all been there and you kind of turn up and... Maybe you don't know everyone and you feel a bit out of place. So it's going to be, it's going to be hard for Kyla to, uh, to kind of, you know, break through and, and sort of, um, get the girls on her side. Mm. Cherry arrives nonetheless, and her style is very plain, I must say. A tan pantsuit. Exactly. uh, And some flowers like it was i mean i loved the glam cam footage of them sort of coming up the driveway and they pan up it was very very glamorous but um this this look was not uh it was not delivering for me i'm afraid i mean it's all about kyla anyway and here she comes i mean hello her look it is the most gorgeous red boots she has a bright red hat She has a bright lip, she has her boobs out, she's wearing this pink blazer dress and she's strutting down the driveway and it is just... Wow! It's attention-grabbing for sure. It is is a very bold outfit. And I think, yeah, we're really getting to see Kyla and a little bit more of her personality. And speaking of Kyla's personality, she drops another F-bomb right off the bat because there's no fucking champagne. There's no fucking champagne. And when Kyla arrives, Gamble actually looks into the camera, which I don't think we've seen on the Housewives <laughs> before. But she A little goes, breaking wow. the fourth wall. I love that. Gamble really did. And she said, wow, you look like a porn star when she met her. So Kyla's look really does steal the scene. And all the girls have a very adverse reaction to it right off the bat. And so we sit down to have lunch and we, we're, we're ready to pour the champagne. But, but wait. Actually, actually, Hugo, Hugo, if you don't mind. Oh, actually, 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 Hugo. I mean, they sit down and they, Kyla hasn't had any fucking champagne yet. So they sit down and Janet asks Hugo. Hugo. To go and get the champagne glasses from the table, collect them from everyone's place setting and take them inside to pour champagne. And Kyla is sitting there gripping a champagne bottle from its base with one hand. And she orders Hugo. Actually, actually, Hugo. Hugo, if you don't mind. 
she orders Hugo to go inside and get the champagne glasses that she brought for Janet. Oh my gosh, Janet's face during this this whole this whole scene. Uh, it's so funny. I I love the bit where Janet said, um, "No, those are my glasses now, darling. <laughs> those are my those glasses. are mine now." I like. I think that is a pretty bold statement to be meeting someone for the first time and bring them new stemware because their stemware is incorrect. Jackie like, mentioned that if that happened at her house, she would have asked Carter to leave. I think it was pretty offensive. I would be. I don't know. It was. I'm. I'm personally <laughs> quite proud of my stemware, and I would be. I would be a little offended as well. Actually, actually, Hugo. Well, actually, Hugo, actually, if you don't mind. actually, Chad and Luke, if you don't mind, I actually met the Champagne Dame today, and <gasps> I actually have. Oh my God. I actually, oh actually, my I have. I actually spoke to Kyla on the phone today. She called me darling and I went down to her champagne warehouse and I met her and I met her lovely dog Tango and I have the tulip champagne glasses. No way. I'm gagged. What is happening? (laughs) For everyone listening, uh, there will be highlights (laughs) on our Instagram, 71 floor. Oh my God. But I do have the Empress Champagne stemware, so oh, it is gorgeous. It is so oh, elegant. My God, you're kind of you're giving me a bit of Kyla right now, holding it up. You know, it's <laughs> it's a serve. It's so it's really beautiful. I'm got I'm got I'm gobsmacked. I can't believe you just pulled that out. <laughs> Kyla did say that uh, bubbles nucleate on the imperfections of the glass. Uh, the large tulip will create a symphony of aroma and flavour. How does it feel, Bina? How does it feel in your hand? Tell us. <laughs> the quality is gorgeous, and you can see the fracture, the artificial fracture, if you look very closely. And um, I haven't had a chance to have a champagne in it yet, but I absolutely will. I, I can't believe this. I just can't believe that happened. <laughs> I am I'm lost for words. Like, you did not just do that. <laughs> If I knew if I knew anyone in the world that was going to do that, it was you. And honestly, I'm I'm shook. I can't believe it. The quality is gorgeous, so I can't wait to have a drink. And I didn't mean to steamroll the <laughs> podcast like like Kyla steamrolled the lunch. <laughs> but Kyla, Janet, and Kyla, Janet is <laughs> sitting there gawking, saying she's sitting there looking like puss in boots. And I mean. I did see Kyla today with her dog Tango and she was maskless. I mean, <laughs> get it, girl. Oh, and not I, exposing her. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes, I'm, I need I to mean, know. Just tell us more. How was she? We, we, we just need to get into this quickly before we move on. Oh, yeah. How tell was us. Kyla? Like, what was it like to be in her presence? It was gorgeous. I kind of had an inkling that she might be there when I went down to collect the champagne glasses. And I got there and her little dog Tango was running around. And she is just gorgeous. I mean, she had makeup on, her hair was gorgeous, and went up into the little champagne warehouse. And she spelt my name correctly on the little card that she gave me. And oh um, it was gorgeous. And I congratulated her for 
the show and um, I said we just wanted to review the glasses on our podcast. <laughs> I love that. That is gorgeous. Yeah, oh, she is absolutely. A, a, friend, a friend of the pod, obviously. Um, yes. You will definitely I'm have gorgeous. to pour, a gla- a pour yourself a glass and let us know next week how it was. Well, what I'm, I'm feeling like I need, I need a glass. I'm, I'm Cheers to that. Sh- shell-shocked. I'm, hold on, I need a champagne. Hugo! <laughs> a lot of commotion up here on the 71th floor. <laughs> we do see at Janet's lunch, Kyla starts to launch into this education class, I guess, on the perfect glass that she has brought to this lunch. And um, she then proceeds to say that she's going to toast the host um which to which gamble rolls her eyes gamble gamble did not look impressed and i think she said like isn't isn't this janet's lunch like isn't janet the one meant to do the toast and kyla said i'm doing it in her honor this was all a bit awkward it was all a bit like yeah i don't know i felt for janet here but she was very quiet she didn't really speak up much on it she just let kyla have it i think she was still shocked by the the glasses to be honest (laughs) i'm still shocked about the glasses i just can't I did like that Jackie said, Rochi, thanks for having us, because I do love calling Janet Roach. Rochi. Rochi. Mm. We do love to throw around a little Rochi every now and then. We love a little Rochi. (laughs) Rochi. So that was wild. Gamble obviously wasn't very impressed with Kyla, and she kind of gets up and excuses herself from the table, and (laughs) Janet does the same. And it's quite obvious that they're off to go have a little goss in the kitchen. Um... (laughs) Is that is that really the the most subtle way they could have uh, they could have run off for a little a little gossip? I feel like this is something we would do. We would one of our, we would be sitting at a table with our, all our friends. Something went down, and we would be the three to get up and meet in the kitchen and gossip it out. That is very us to a Absolutely. T. Absolutely. <laughs> Bena would, would send a little text like, come meet, yes. me, come meet me outside. Absolutely. A little text in the group chat and we'd be up in, in a second. And I mean, Janet does say, would you pay to go to one of her classes? And Gamble says, I'd pay to leave. <laughs> Gamble just is, you can already tell she's not interested, but they head back to the table nonetheless. And they start to get into a conversation about how Janet and Kyla know each other. And I believe their exes used to be business partners. Janet kind of starts telling Kyla what she's heard from her husband. And the rumor she's heard is that uh, Kyla walked in on her ex watching porn (laughs) and that's why she left. Kyla said if she if that was the truth, she she wouldn't leave a guy for watching porn. She'd sit down and watch. A hundred percent, which is what makes me think that this is bullshit on Janet's end because walking in on someone watching porn really is not scandalous. Like exactly, and I mean Janet is recounting the story, and then Kyla's recounting reciting it different in masters. Um, we did see Kyla in the confessionals, just basically straight out admit that. Her ex was feeding Janet a load of bullshit, so... Exactly. And, I mean, I think... I think we... It doesn't seem to be the biggest plot point at this stage, so I don't know who's right, but maybe Kyla is. But Jackie does get a little read on Kyla and <laughs> says to her that uh, Kiri might be more of the woman in the relationship, which I thought was an interesting comment 
because and Kyla did say her greatest weakness is that she is more masculine than feminine. It's true, but like, what what makes the woman in the relationship? Can the woman in the relationship not not be the boss? She is the boss. <laughs> and that's on feminism. She's given us a bit of girl bosses. Kyla does say to Jackie, she looks her dead in the face and goes, you scare me because you're 100% right. And I mean, you could have just stopped at the, you scare me. But I did like that Jackie asked for permission to give the reading this time, unlike season one where she gives it to Gina unprovoked. So Jackie is, you know... She's a little a little restrained, which I appreciate. She reading. did say, though, um, to Kyla that she definitely didn't see Kyla and, and Carrie in a, in a long-term relationship, so... That's got to be pretty rough to hear from someone you've just met at a lunch. Like, what would, what would you say to that? I mean, it definitely seemed to hit a nerve, so I think Jackie might have been on the money there. Well, speaking of Jackie being on the money, we get to meet another new housewife... Uh, at Jackie's home for a little psychic reading. This is the first look we get at Simone. Um, she's strutting on down to Jackie's. She's walking in and, girls, i got to admit, Simone is fierce. Simone looked... Very couture, darling. Very couture. Simone looked stunning. She was giving girl boss. She was giving, like, she knew her shit. She was truly gorgeous. A hundred percent. I thought she looked incredible. Like, what a first impression. I didn't really get much from her in this this initial thing. Well, I, w- I was kind of gagged by her, like, in her little intro package. We got to see her with her little squad. And they all looked exactly the same as her. They all had the exact same blonde hair, wavy. Um, they were at higher ground in Melbourne, which, I mean, gorgeous. Who, who doesn't love to get a drink there? But it was just so funny to see these four identical women. <laughs> So, Simone arrives at Jackie's apartment, um, and she's here for a reading. So, she's booked herself this this one-on-one reading with, with Jackie. What do we think? This reading, I don't know if it's as well... It just seemed a little bit forced, and I think in doing that, it maybe wasn't as emotional as some of the readings we've seen in previous seasons. I think this one was very shoehorned in. I mean, I don't know much about if psychic readings are meant to be emotional. Have you guys ever gone to one? I don't know that I want to, like, have people from the beyond talking to me. I, like, I mean... I reckon your demons possess you. Those aren't angels. Those are demons to me. Sorry. (laughs) Just get that spirit off you. Tell it to fuck off. I'm definitely a skeptic. Absolutely. And I mean... (laughs) Would you go to Jackie for a reading? She might start yelling at you. (laughs) Simone walks in and Jackie describes her energy as manic. I think Jackie's the manic one. Jackie, Jackie's getting a vibe. Girls, I've just currently had a bit of a bit of a look, and we could get Jackie ourselves on the podcast for a bit of an online reading. Thirty minutes for four hundred ninety-five Australian dollars. Ooh, worth it. Oh, we might have to do a bit of a GoFundMe, girls. I'm not sure if I'm I'm quite ready to drop that money on <laughs> on a reading. Absolutely. Well, Jackie's demons are possessing her, and she's giving Simone a reading. I think it's just a fairly substandard reading. Her father's coming through, and I mean, it's just it's very much just there to give Simone an introduction to the housewives because she just ends the reading with inviting her to 
a girl's day. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a little poetic to be honest because if you think back to season 1, this is how Jackie was introduced to the to the um to the housewives. So Janet had a reading with Jackie and Janet invited Jackie along to to come have have a little drink with the girls. So I I thought that was kind of cute. She's sort of Paying it forward in a way. Bit of a full circle moment. It's a full circle moment. Well, before we go and get our nails done, let's take a quick break. Welcome back to the 71th floor. Uh, It's getting a bit later into the evening. Mm. The sun is setting up here on the 71th floor. How are you guys doing? Good. It's last call at the bar, so I've just been to to top up my Prosecco. Last one. Good. Last round. And the housewives are continuing to drink champagne as they do, but this time they're doing it at the Soak Bar in South Yarra. Um, which, which is important. Which, which Gamble mentions is a bar bar, so you can get hammered at the nail bar. But that's um, a bit of me. I think that's a bit of us. I think I'd rather get stoned at the nail salon myself. But <laughs> I'm very excited about this scene because I was outside while it was being filmed. I was across the road with my friend Jack, and we were having lunch, and he saw this film crew and before I saw anything I was just like oh my god that's the real housewives of Melbourne I hadn't seen them I just I just knew I mean and what else could be filming in South Yarra it's not love it or list it doll who's bothered about that <laughs> exactly and I looked through the window and there was Gamble there was Janet there was Jackie there was Kyla and I was like oh my god it ruined the rest of the lunch because I just was fixated on this window. And then we finished our lunch and I decided that I needed to walk across the road and get a photo. And so I sneakily held my camera to the side and we walked past as we snapped and I snapped um, a photo of Kyla, Jackie and Simone sitting there talking. Um, I'll put the photo on our Instagram at 71th floor. Um, but that was honestly... I, I remember this being a... I remember, I think I was with Luke at the time. We just get this text in the group chat and it's just a whole bunch of letters and words. We didn't really know, know what you were saying. A few pictures came Gibberish, through. Gibberish, darling. Gibberish. A few pictures came through and then I think we finally put two and two together that you were basically standing outside this window while it was being filmed and it was it was a moment. It was a gag wow. for sure. Like... And it's crazy to see it be the first episode. And I really hope you see me walking through the background on the next episode. We really do get into it at the soak bar. And um, we start with Simone arriving and she does introduce herself to the new girls. And I thought it was quite nice of Janet when Simone walked in for the first time. She was talking about how gorgeous Simone was. And then she said, we've all had our time. Um, which I thought was really sweet. She didn't say it in a shady way. No, it was it was very sweet. But you know what? Janet is absolutely incredibly gorgeous as well. I thought she looked pretty fucking good. Janet looks... You're right. Janet looks so stunning here. She looks like an absolute babe, so... She does. And we are massive fans of Janet. I mean, if you didn't already pick up on that, I don't know if you guys remember, but for Luke's birthday one year, during <laughs> lockdown... 
we actually got a cameo video from Janet. Chad organized it. We asked her to say all the quotes. I'm asking you a question, you dumb fat bitch. Janet gave us all the one-liners. So I don't know if you've, any of you have ever requested a cameo. You get this tiny little box to put in a few words of what you want. And we were like, let's just go all out. Like, and we asked her to say everything that we could think of. And when the cameo came through, we were shook. Like, she literally said everything she could have possibly, oh, like... And it was a total <laughs> surprise to me. I was... I think I've never been so shook. I think someone has a video of me reacting to it. I, we, we should find that and post it on, on the Instagram because that is by far the best birthday present I've ever had in my entire life. So good. Well, drown in the pool. <laughs> we we love Janet here at at the seventy one floor. So make sure you follow us on seventy one floor on Instagram, and we might post the video. So the big drama here. We get to start talking about fashion because Jackie asks, "What's your biggest fashion foe?" Bina, what's your biggest fashion foe? Uh, don't you mean faux pas? <laughs> Do I? Oh my goodness, how embarrassing. Darling! Kyla says her biggest fashion faux pas is just wearing all black. She she doesn't think that it's sort of... Um, she thinks you don't pop if you're not wearing, you know, big, bold colours. But your personality pops, Jackie barks back at her. And Jackie's done a lot of shouting this this episode. And Kyla then asks, which I think is fucking shady, she asks Janet... Does age play a part in, in what you get to wear? Do you think that was kind of an okay thing to say? I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a little bit shady. Jenna obviously has her style. She's very classy. She she looks good. And it's definitely shady. It was shady, I mean, but Janet played it off pretty well. She kind of managed to deflect it a bit. But she turned the heat back on Kyla because she's heard that Kyla has sent a text to some of her friends saying that they need to up their fashion game. And immediately, Kyla hits them with the classic Gina Liano, I never said that, because she goes straight on the defense. I think battle lines are starting to be drawn. Kyla oh, is yeah. you can she... You can feel the tension yeah, kind of bubbling teams, up at yeah. this point. Um, it's pretty clear that this Kyla-Janet dynamic is going to be one of the big kind of... Uh, big battles of the season. The conversation sort of continues and it's about Kyla sending a text message to her close friend group, which includes Cherry and I guess some other people. And Kyla told them that they need to step their fashion their fashion game up. Yeah. Um, and Janet's seen the text. She and, says, then, and then Jackie just asks point blank, Cherry, were you told that your outfits are a bit naff <laughs> and you need to dress up? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I loved Cherry's response there. Cherry did not mess around. She was ready to like throw her friend under the bus. Kyla was, she's coming for me here. I'm always the first to admit I'm a black on black kind of person. And this, this was a bit, she was coming for me here. Yeah. I think it's a little, a little harsh as well. Like, you know, we've all been, we've been through it. It's been, it's been a rough little while. And so the fashion has, has slipped a little bit, I will say. Um, you know, you can't always dress up in a nice, a nice floral shirt to go to Countdown or Woolies or whatever. It's not, it's not practical, girls. 
the ASOS delivery is delayed during lockdown. Oh, so, you know, it's it's not always very couture, darling. But Janet is having a go at Kyla that she's seen the text and Kyla is just appalled by the behaviour and says that it's Janet's behaviour is something that she would expect of a 16-year-old girl, not a 60-year-old something woman. And this is definitely emerging as a storyline because we see on the social medias Janet has made a reference to the new girls calling her Granny Janny, which is quite mean. It's very mean. That was awful. That was so rude. Uh, look, I mean, Janet is one of the funniest and kind of, I don't know, she, she brings this like freshness and this kind of humor to the cast that I don't think anyone else could bring. And I think it's sort of, it's a little it's a little unfair for the girls to to kind of be using that against her. I think she's uh, you know, she's carrying a lot of the a lot of the weight at the moment. So, you, who says you have to stop being a real housewife at 60 or having fun? I think that yeah, Janet is the queen. I'm the fucking queen. Fuck oh, you. Look. Poor Granny Jenny is in the firing line. So is Kyla and tensions are already high at the end of this very first episode and that's where they leave us the drama continues at the soak bar next episode and i'm hoping that we'll see me walking (laughs) past in the background yeah i just want to see their nails done to be honest (laughs) i mean they all arrived with pedicures and manicures you can see their nails so i don't really know how much filing was actually getting done Now is the time for a segment that we call I'm the fucking queen. Fuck oh, in the pool. Where we say who was our queen of the week and who should figuratively go drown in the metaphorical pool. So queen of the week. Chad, do you want to kick us off? Queen of the week for me, look, it has to be Janet. I can't lie. Janet, I'm so glad Janet is back. She is serving it to us. Um, we've got a bit of classic Janet as we, we knew her in, in the previous seasons. And I'm so excited to see how this is going to play out. Gorgeous. What about you, Jacobina? Well, for me, the queen is obviously the fucking champagne dame, Kyla Kirkpatrick. I'm obsessed. I cannot wait to see her for the rest of the season. I'm ready for her to be the villain. I'm ready to see her fashion. Um... I'm obsessed with Kyla and she she was my queen of the episode, but I feel like if this isn't Luke's queen, then she's going to be an honorable mention. So Luke, who was your queen? So Kyla is an honorable mention, but I have to say that my queen of the week is Cherry's mother-in-law, who <laughs> was just the most incredible old money, wealthy woman. I hope that I am like her when I grow up, to be honest. <laughs> She absolutely stole, stole the, the show. show. It was she incredible. Was she was. And I have seen on social media that she, Cherry, has said that she will be back in another episode. So we I'm haven't seen so the last glad to hear that. of whoever she is. We don't, I, I was just thinking we don't even know her name yet. <laughs> oh, we will. We will. We will. <laughs> I'm sure we will. All right, and now. We'll drown in the pool. Who is your dishonorable mention this week? I'll start with you, Bina. Hugo. Hugo. Everyone was 
was amazing this episode, but Hugo, bit of eye candy, didn't really know what he was doing. Well, drown in the pool. <laughs> Chad, who was yours? Look, I've been humming and hiring over this one all day, and I know I'm going to cop some slack for this from probably you both and, and all the listeners, but my boo of the week was Kyla. And... Excuse me? I, I just, I, she was mean. Like, I just don't, I, I don't have, I don't know what to say. She was just coming across as, like you said, Bina, she's giving us that villain edit already. And honestly, I'm happy to, to have my mind changed, but we'll see. Wow. Wow. That was a wow moment. Was that was wow. 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 I'm really surprised to hear that. I'll, I'll let you both take that one in, but, um, Luke, who was it for you? For me, I think, look, it's a it's a soft drown in the pool. I'm going to say Jackie. I didn't love the way she was yelling all episode. I thought it was a bit, a bit full on. Look, I know she, I know she's going through it, but um, let's uh, let's let's tone it down a little next week, Jackie, shall we? Absolutely. And a note from producer Tammy. She wants to see less Ben Gillies and more Wolf Pup. I agree. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I think we can all agree. Um, but girls, the sun has set up here on the 71th floor. The bar staff are looking at us with dirty looks. They need us to leave. They want to clean up. But before we do go, there is a lot to look forward to next week when we are introduced to the last housewife, Anjali Rao, who can't handle fake people. Not in this life. She can handle fake news, but not fake people. I'm so excited to see what she's going to bring next week. But that's for next week, not this week. It looks like there's going to be a lot of drama next week. Already we're seeing Gamble starting to stir the pot um, with Anjali right off the bat. So we have a lot to look forward to next week, girls. But... That's it. The Real Housewives of Melbourne are back. Well, girls, the elevator is here. I think we're ready to head on down. The Ubers have been ordered, girls. Mine's pulling up. And before you go, don't forget to follow us on our social medias. The 71th Floor on Twitter, 71th Floor on Instagram and TikTok. It's been a pleasure, girls. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with the next episode of The 71th Floor.